Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? Ooh, everything's good around here. It's like the summer energy is just crackling. So fun. I love it. My kids wrapped up school last week, and now we are getting them ready to go to summer camp for two weeks. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty excited about that. Camp is good for the kids and the mamas and the papas. It's good for everybody. So we're really excited about that. We just wrapped up Feast of Fast. um, And it was a great round. Lots of breakthrough for people. One gal with Hashimoto's called it a miracle. (laughs) Because her scale finally moved after so many years at a standstill. So that's always fun. And then we had a lot of non-scale victories as we... As we always do, people just feeling better, feeling good in their bodies, having more energy, sleeping well, and just having that sense of food peace, learning how to um, how to eat in a way that is sustainable and without that kind of crazy obsessive counting behavior that we can fall into. So we wrapped up Feast of Fast, and now we are moving into our summer activities in the Christian Health Club. So... As you know, the, the Christian Health Club is my uh, my membership group, and we run it in Facebook, and that's where all of our Feast of Fast take place. And then when we're not doing Feast of Fast, we're doing other activities, uh, because my goal is to keep you focused on more God and better health throughout the year. And, you know, as we move into summer, it is so easy to let our health practices slip our spiritual practices slip, right? Because we're on a different schedule. Uh, the kids are around more. Maybe we're sleeping in more. We're traveling, whatever it is. And um, we just let those those good habits kind of uh, fall, fall by the wayside a little bit. But um, I don't want that to happen to you. And so my goal is to help uh, keep you focused. And so that's what we're doing in the Christian Health Club. And what I have prescribed to my members for the next two months is... The Genesis prescription. You've heard me talk about that a little bit here. I'm so excited. It is something I have wanted to flesh out for some time now. I would love for it to be put together in a book one day. That's a goal of mine. But for now, it is our two-month program in the Christian Health Club. Um, Each week has a goal. Each day has a Bible verse. It's very much like health plan meets devotional for the next eight weeks, which is the way I love to work and teach, you know, keeping us grounded in scripture, um, keeping us focused on honoring our bodies as holy temples, you know, and just in getting more God and better health into our everyday life. And so I just love that. Um, And when it comes to the Genesis prescription, it is just truly my belief that all of the best health wisdom is found 
right there in the pages of God's word in the creation story. You know, as you probably noticed, the world is full of conflicting, convoluted information when it comes to health. I mean, you can literally find scientific studies that support opposing sides of a health topic. Like for instance, um, red meat will give you cancer. And then you can find a study that says how incredibly good and nutritious for you red meat is. You know, you can find studies supporting both of those sides. There are studies that tell you canola and vegetable oils are healthy for you, you know, and others that show that they break your fat cells. I can't wait to do a podcast on that. That is on my list of ones to do. But I know it's confusing because I know I'll get in my car, turn on the radio and hear a commercial about how heart healthy canola oil is you know, and you probably hear and read the same things. And then you hear me coming on here and telling you to avoid seed oils like the plague. And so it's just, it's so confusing and frustrating. And it's no wonder that, you know, nobody knows how to eat, what to eat. And then on top of that, there's always the latest and greatest pharmaceutical or supplement or protein shake or fat burning bar, or even, you know, bougie workout gear, (laughs) you know, all of these things that keep us distracted from the truth of what our body needs. And the truth of what our body needs is laid out in scripture. Like I said, laid out in Genesis in the beginning, when God gave life to our planet and to us in creation. But we get so hyper focused on modern dietary plans and supplements and hacks that we fail to address the very foundational needs of our bodies. The diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And yet when we look into the world, people are sicker, fatter, more exhausted, infertility, more infertile, and increasingly mentally unstable. For all of our modern scientific, you know, quote unquote breakthroughs, we're in worse shape than ever as a society. And you know who loves that? Not God, but the enemy. The enemy loves keeping us wrapped up in wrong information, in confusion, in analysis paralysis, in shiny diet syndrome, you know, so that we are so physically and mentally depleted that we can't show up as everything God created us to be. The enemy delights in our suffering God weeps in our suffering. Let's not be confused about that. The enemy delights in crushing our health and our spirit so that we are too tired, too sick, and too depressed to be the light of Christ because he cannot have that. It reminds me of this quote that I have quoted several times here um, over the past few months from the self-stewarding book that I talked about in the beginning of the year when we were talking about time management. And this quote is just so applicable to so many things. But here's the quote. Satan will do all he can to destroy your time on earth. If he can't destroy it by sinful living, he will devour you by eating up your time with activities of no eternal value. And I would add that Satan tries to destroy it with poor health, you know, and by devouring your time with physical and emotional preoccupation about your diet, your weight, your ailments, your prescriptions, anything to keep you from doing the kingdom work that you are called to do. When you're in your head more about your diet and your weight than you are about the Lord and all of your blessings, that is precisely where the enemy 
wants to keep you. And that's what happens when we keep chasing quick fixes and the latest and greatest product and ignore the foundational needs of our body. You can't out-supplement, out-medicate, outsmart the requirements that God has designed for our bodies, the ones that I believe are revealed to us in Genesis, in creation. You know, we are ignoring ancient biblical wisdom about how to care for our bodies, these holy temples that God uses to do kingdom work in the world. And so what I hope to accomplish over the next eight weeks with the Christian Health Club is for us all to slow down and take each one of these foundational elements step by step. And I want to invite you, if you're not in the club with us, to participate on your own and commit to one action of the Genesis prescription each week. Okay, some of these things you will have heard before, most of them, in fact, but whether or not you are putting them into practice is a different story. Our week one goal is a perfect example. Water. It is our greatest nutritional requirement and yet it is our greatest nutritional deficiency. Most of us are not hitting our daily requirement of water and are perpetually dehydrated. I've been seeing this come up a lot, actually, in the blood labs that I've been running on clients. I mean, heck, it came up on my blood labs. So even I, who knows how important water is, I slack too, you know, and that's why we have to take these pieces of our good health puzzle and focus on them one by one and do them. You know, knowing that we need enough water is not the same as doing it. As James says in James 1.22, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because you're deceiving yourself when you know you need enough water or think you're getting enough water, but you're not. And that alone could be the thing throwing your health into a tailspin. The earliest signs of dehydration include fatigue, anxiety, irritability, depression, cravings, cramps, and headaches. And more severe signs of dehydration include heartburn, joint pain, back pain, migraines, fibromyalgia, constipation, and colitis. I mean, you could be trying to figure out what's wrong with you, you know, going to doctors, getting tests done, taking supplements and medications, you know, when it could be that your very foundational need for water is not being met. For instance, joint pain. Water helps to keep your joints lubricated and flexible. The synovial fluid that directly lubricates your joints is made up primarily of water, and it's what it reduces the friction between joints and helps maintain healthy tissue and joints. So, I mean, you could spend hundreds or even thousands of dollars trying to troubleshoot these health issues when what you really need is a good old cup of H2O or several cups. You need half of your body weight in ounces of water each day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you need to target about 75 ounces of water. And when you're drinking caffeine or alcohol, you need even more than that because those two things are dehydrating to the body. Water is the very first foundational element that we see mentioned in the Bible. In fact, it says in Genesis 1, 1 and 2, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. 
and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So in the beginning, right there, it tells us the Spirit of God hovered over water. Before there was heaven, before there was earth, there was water. It is the dominant element of creation, and it is the dominant element in our bodies. The earth is about 70% water, and we are about 60% water. It's also interesting to note that the vast majority of the earth's water is salty, and our blood, which is mostly water, has a concentration of salt that is similar to seawater. It's like we have the ocean coursing through our veins, constantly cleansing and renewing our systems. That's like the first coolest observance of our body in relation to creation. I just love it. And speaking of salty water, I'll remind you that it's not a bad idea to add a pinch of salt to your water to get a little boost of minerals. I like Redmond's Real Salt and Celtic Gray Salt. Um, you can also add a squeeze of lemon in there to help uh, promote cleansing of your system. Salty lemon water sounds weird, but it's yummy. So we see God using water in so many ways throughout the Bible, both physically and spiritually. We see him using it as a purifying agent. I mean, the great flood is a sobering example of his power to purge the world of its toxic load. In Genesis 7, 4, it says, I will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. God used water as the ultimate detoxifier of the wickedness in the world. In our bodies, water also works as a powerful purifying agent and ultimate detoxifier, removing waste and toxins from our systems. Flooding the body with sufficient water, see what I did there? <laughs> I'm the worst at lame puns and words, but anyway, flood your body, friend, with sufficient water. Um, it is the most natural form of detoxification and renewal. You know, we've got to have plenty of water to flush our systems clean. Remember that our bodies do a lot of detox and repair work at night. And so it's ready to flush that toxic load in the morning. And we need to start the day with water to help flush those accumulated toxins from our system. Always start your day with water. Don't let acidic coffee be the first thing that hits your bod, okay? Or God forbid a soda or even a sugary juice. Water first and water last. You know, starting and ending your day with water is a great healthy habit to get into. Let it be the bookends of your day. Start your day with water, end your day with water. Throughout the Bible, we see water as the source of many miracles. You know, God parts the Red Sea to make passage for the Israelites when they were fleeing the Egyptians. Jesus's first miracle was turning water into wine. Jesus walks on water and then has Peter walk out on the water to him. So water is a conduit for miracles, you know, and it is a miracle worker in our body when we get enough. But as Jesus tells us, physical water alone is not enough. He says to the woman at the well, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You know, there is no water like Jesus water. H2O may quench our physical thirst, but only he can quench our spiritual thirst. 
I mean, first of all, we actually have to accept the cup that he's offering us, you know, accepting him as our Lord and Savior. And then we want to continue to drink from that cup on a daily basis. Too many of us set that cup down, you know, <laughs> after we've been saved and we think we're, we're fine and good to go. But y'all, we've got to rehydrate on a daily basis. We've got to drink him in just like we drink our water often throughout the day. Because the world has a way of drying out our faith, our hope, and our joy until it is brittle and cracked. And only Jesus can restore those deep, dry crevices with peace and forgiveness and mercy and hope and love and salvation. We have got to drink deeply of physical water and spiritual water every day. You know, rehydrate daily. Soak in his goodness. And of course, we can't talk about water without talking about baptism, which is the ultimate water event in our Christian lives. 1 Peter 3.21 says, This water symbolizes baptism now that saves you. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We see this come full circle Because baptism is kind of like our flood of detoxification. Just like God used water to detoxify the world and start anew with the great flood, we are detoxified by baptism in Christ. Just like God created passage to safety for the Israelites through water, baptism through water is a symbol of our passage of safety to eternal life. Baptism is like rising up out of the water To find Jesus there saying, come, walk to me and with me for the rest of your life, just like he was beckoning Peter to do. Baptism is our new beginning. It is not our final end goal. I think a lot of Christians are like, okay, I'm good. I'm baptized. I'm going to heaven. And then it's just business as usual. When it's supposed to be new life, a life that is lived in a different way a life that reflects the love of Jesus Christ in the world, and a life that is lived with the benefit of having the gift and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you'll go to heaven, but don't wait to open the gift of Jesus until then, because you're missing out on everything he has for you here and now when you set that cup down and don't pick it up on a daily basis. You've got to drink from the cup that fills you up. Rehydrate daily. Be in relationship with him. What I'm hoping is that you will pick up the cup, both physically and spiritually, over this next week. That is our first goal of the Genesis prescription. Hydrate daily with water and Jesus. If you are in the Christian Health Club, you have your Genesis prescription tracker and your Genesis prescription daily devotionals in your portal, you know, to print out for daily motivation, accountability, and time with Jesus. I encourage you to uh, look up the daily verses, you know, that those daily devotional verses and read more about the ways that God uses water for cleansing, miracles, and new beginnings. That's the way I love to um, inspire more time in the word is give you that daily devotional verse, but then go and look it up in your Bible, get some context around it, around it, read it for yourself and, and just ask God to, to show you what you're supposed to get out of that passage for the day. 
And then, of course, um, in the Christian Health Club, we want to post and share in the group for accountability and encouragement. Um, So this is going to help us uh, stay on track this summer, not let our goals slip. Because again, my goal is always to keep you focused on more God and better health every day. If you're not in the Christian Health Club, please still follow along with us. I'll be coming on to tell you your Genesis prescription goal each week for the next few months. Okay. Um, And if you get my Sunday send out emails, I will send you the tracker so that you can hang it up on your fridge or put it in your in your journal, um, wherever you'll see it and look at it so you can check off the days that you meet your Genesis prescription goal. This would also be a great thing to do with the kids to teach them awareness about the body's need for water and all of the things that we're going to be doing over the next eight weeks. You could put it on your fridge and just, you know, let that be um, kind of the the catalyst for opening discussion with your family about what you're doing. Um, so be looking for that um, in the in your email if you are on my Sunday send out list. Okay, so I hope that this is a new beginning for you as we start in the beginning, in Genesis, and exploring the ways that our bodies work in relation to creation and how our most foundational elements of health are all revealed right there in the beginning. All right, my friend, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.